This is the Body Breaking Free podcast. We are here to break free of all the heaviness that weigh us down in our body and sense of self. This podcast purpose and creation is here to support your life of body freedom, a body that makes you feel free, aligned, and empowered. It is a process of undoing and recreating. It's about health goals and personal transformation. We investigate with interviews, insights, and all the wellness tools so you can design a wellness reality that sets you free. Are you ready to break free? Let's dive in. Hey listeners, it's Katie Kay, and welcome back to another episode of Body Breaking Free. So today is a short episode. I just wanted to give a little quick practice. Um, This is something that I use daily, and I love it. It sets me up. It gets me into that alignment, and especially after a long weekend, vacation, that Monday morning rolls around and you have to get up, you got to go to work. That moment, there's nothing crummier than to feel crummy and exponentially harder to do all of those healthy, quote unquote, healthy things, right? Because you feel crummy and I mean, the foods that, like, I know I always reach towards sugar foods and chocolate and, you know, excess amount of coffee um, because I didn't feel good. I was tired. I wanted to get that serotonin. I wanted that energy. And so I was looking for food to help me. And then it just kind of perpetuated that cycle because if I was just eating crummy food all day, then the next day that kind of carried with me. So this, like that circumstance or even just a daily circumstance where, you know, whatever kind of day that you're having, um, this might be a good alternative practice. Maybe if you just don't have the motivation to go work out and you give yourself a little bit of grace and acceptance, the more we can face the discomfort, the more that we can work through it. And I'm not saying it's easy, but it's also not easy. I almost feel like it's harder to go through a day just feeling crummy, trying to stay on top of it, letting fear kind of run the whole day. And that is just as hard. So sitting down on a meditation pillow or just, you know, get cozy, get comfy, maybe plan for it the night before, have your journal ready. Um, Maybe you have a favorite meditation. I have actually a good meditation. I'll put that in the show notes. Um, This is a meditation for days you don't feel your best. And um, just to give you a little bit more acceptance and start your day with um, a little bit more self-love than you would have otherwise. Um, So I'll put that in there. But yeah, like I know those mornings where you're not going to make it to the gym. And on those mornings, this can be really a lifesaver. But like I said, I use this on a daily basis. So first, the journaling exercise, I like to start with a meditation. And that's not always true, but usually that can get me in the right kind of calm, quiet headspace I need to be at. But some days, especially in the days where I'm feeling a lot, 
and I'm maybe I'm not feeling my best, journaling might be a, the best place for me to start. So just um, whatever you're feeling like for that day. So meditation and then journal, vice versa. So the journaling is right first writing out the resistance. So I call this clearing the space. And I mentioned this in one of the previous episodes, but I love the practice of, um, I just call it and, A-N-D. It is writing a feeling and a feeling and, 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 and the list can go on and on. And you just write whatever it is that pops into your head. You don't need to judge it. And it doesn't have to make sense because you can say, I feel joy and I feel nervous for my test or you know whatever and feeling really crummy and my stomach hurts and my head hurts and I'm tired and I don't know how I'm going to make it through the day and I also feel comforted and I feel an energy of self-love and I feel unsure so obviously all of these are examples, but it'll come to you in the moment. And so clearing this space, being able to look at and just put it, just shine a light on whatever it is that you're feeling that day, good, bad, weird, you know, all of the things and what it does. So once you step back from that, what it really does is it allows you to see that you can feel a lot of different emotions at the same time. I love that because then it doesn't get you stuck in one specific emotion. That day, now you have an expansive awareness of so many different things happening at once. And just writing them down on paper, that also can take some of the power away. So if you've been holding on to some deeper fears, some things that you might not even have realized that you're feeling... You can write those down and look at them clearly on the page and maybe feel a little bit of relief. So that's the first step. And that and practice, that is great. Or even just, I know that just brainstorming and of just like whatever comes to your mind, writing it down on paper, all the things that you're feeling, all the things that's coming up in your head. Usually I feel like a lot of... Um, stories like uncomfortable kind of well I was really upset when he came and did this and then I also felt really uncomfortable at the party and so I started eating more and then this is what I felt and then I was really I felt really bad I felt really guilty that I had done that and so you write out all of these things and kind of almost like a storyline of what's happening in your head and what you were feeling. And I noticed for me, like a lot of blame, a lot of guilt, um, a lot of feelings of I, I didn't do the right thing or I should have done it differently. So once I'm able to write all that down and look at it, I can have a lot more compassion for myself and, um, that's kind of the next step of really, you know, telling yourself and even talking to yourself and say, of course you felt that way. And of course you did that. You know, how else could you have handled it differently? 
you know, you couldn't have, you know, of course you did it like that because you were afraid and you were holding on to this fear. And so of course you reached for that cookie because that made you feel comfortable and comforted and supported. And a lot of the times, like our actions, our fear-based actions are just from a place of not feeling supported and feeling, you know, some of those scary emotions where we can almost look at ourselves as a little kid and like oh my gosh I'm gonna bring this in because this is so valuable is the parts theory of in each of us so we have this resource self we have this higher self this kind of all you know like overarching essence of love essentially within all of us and then we have all of these different parts within each of us and some of them get triggered differently Um, like I have a part that one part doesn't feel good enough. And then there's one part that's really worried. And she she carries a lot of burden and a lot of pressure on her shoulders. She's worried about not having enough um, space. And she's worried about losing herself and what other people want her to do and she's just constantly worried and so she comes up a lot and then I have a part that um, doesn't ever feel like she's doing enough like she needs to be doing more if she's doing an exercise she should have done more she should have done it better differently so when I'm able to look at these parts as parts of myself I detach from my true essence so there's a true essence and I can almost from that place of true essence I can take care of all these little baby Katie's like they're so cute and like I even picture them as like a little Katie like a little five-year-old Katie and she's just such a sweetheart and she's been holding a lot of pain and pressure and and so our second part of our journaling is, and this probably will just come up naturally, is just being kind of curious and not, um, not you know, ju- putting more judgment on yourself and being able to witness and see this story and, and, and allow this story, whatever you're feeling, to unfold as it comes out on the page And I used to, when I first started journaling, I felt really bad that I would say something bad about somebody else. Like if Sterling did something that bugged me, like I wouldn't actually write his name down. I'd just be like, and then he did this and he said that and that really hurt. So I, um, over time, I get like really opened up and allowed myself to be like, okay, Sterling did this. It made me feel really uncomfortable and mad and blah, blah, blah. Because it wasn't about Sterling, right? And I know he's not like snooping around in my journals anyway. But once I understood that me like saying something negative about Sterling on the page, first of all, really had nothing to do with him and everything to do with just me. And because all of our judgments on other people are just a reflection of our internal space. And then the second thing is, is it wasn't that I was, I didn't love him or I was, you know, I, um, didn't, yeah, it had to do with love. Like I was taking love away from him. No, like I love him and I can still be bothered by things and I can still feel triggered 
And so giving yourself that full permission and once you do this practice over and over again and you start to give yourself compassion with that non-judgment, then you might even the next time open up more and see more fears on the page and you know shine a light on all of this stuff because this is really important and um and you know like that higher self is existing in a full essence of love and compassion and that's who you truly are and the relief that you'll feel after being able to see your fears oh my gosh it'll take a huge weight off your shoulders and you'll be able to come back into that essence of love And that leads me into the third part of this practice is once you've cleared the space, now you're really connected to that place of love within you and you can set your desires for the day. And so setting your desires for the day, whatever frequency that you want to exist in. So our desires manifest in the way that we feel. Like what kind of feelings do we want to feel or bring into the day? And um, this might be a good time to do a meditation before and really tune into that space. Really, you know, clear all of the space so you can feel all those feelings of love and abundance and compassion. And um, like, let me open up my journal so... I can get some examples into this bad boy. Okay, so like one day, um, so this is why I put frequency I bring into my day. You can also put in um, here another time I said visualize the frequency of my day, my desires, what feels good, open to the guidance, and let go to trust. So one day I said, turn it over. I am open to creative possibilities around work. I desire to be in that open place. I am big, I am space, and I let go of the separateness. I know it's unprotected and vulnerable, but I am not lost anymore. I allow myself to just be awareness and expansiveness. That's all I need to do today. So that was one day. And then another day I said, circle of light surrounds me full of love, support, and guidance. I feel love and at peace. There you go. I mean, like, it sounds cheesy, right? Like, like I read it off. But when I'm in that moment and I'm really feeling into that, like a light surrounding my entire body and that energy and it's a feeling it's hard to describe right but once I really sit in that vibration of whatever that energy is I carry that into my day and if I ever feel like if I ever catch or pause and I just feel a little wonky in the middle of the day I can come back to that feeling so easily because I sat with it and I felt that vibration that's such a great way to start the day like then you from your higher self you have made a choice of how you want the energy of your day to exist and your internal space becomes and starts to become unattached from external circumstances and i'm still in that learning process because that's like really hard i mean our outer world so easily and for so long i've been so attached 
and what is happening externally, the schedule, what I need to do, blah, 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 has really predicted my internal space. So if I'm really busy that day and I have a bunch of things on my schedule, my internal space would be full of anxiety. And then the next day, if I didn't have anything planned, my internal space would be like, oh, I'm so free. But now I can set my day up and whatever happens in the external circumstances, I know I have an anchor of what I want to feel internally that can be detached from what is happening on, on the outside. Okay, you guys, that was a little bit longer than I thought because I really just um, I really just went into all the examples and stuff, which I love. So um, I hope that you enjoy this practice and let us know in the rate and review. Send a comment. How is that going? If you have any questions, um, that is always there. And then it also helps bump up the algorithm for the podcast. So that is supportive and awesome so proud of you um sending so much love to you and your body i will see you all next week if you have made it to the end of this episode and you want more more wellness tools practices and insights from this episode and others make sure to sign up for our email list this is where we connect and support our body breaking free community. So if you're ready for the next step, the link to sign up will be in the show notes at katiekgram.com forward slash newsletter. 